All right, hey, welcome back to episode two of Summer Camp Pro. Um, I'm Kurt, and and I'm Chris. There we go. Yes, I like it. And in this episode, we're going to talk about uh, time fillers for for counselors, uh, or or back pocket activities, or, or hip pocket activities, or what Chris says, backpack, backpack activities. Yeah. Um, Keep it in your bag. Keep it in your bag. Okay, so we're going to just kind of go over a bunch of those uh, that if you're a counselor, you can listen to this and go, oh, yeah, okay, let me let me write those down and get some ideas. If you're a program director, these are some things that you can uh, teach during staff training. Um, so, uh, and, and I love, I love time fillers because how many times have I seen my staff just sitting around Oh, yeah. uh, doing nothing as the kids or, or socializing with another counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kids are just and kind of like either bored and we don't want them bored at camp. No, um, that's when they get in trouble. <laughs> that's when they get in trouble. And then that's something you don't want to send them home nope. going, Oh, I was bored at camp. We didn't do much. Uh, it's kind of my thing with campfires. Do you do campfires, Chris? We do. We have three campfires. Do you do the skits week, so. and stuff like songs? Yep, and skits? That's our opening night. Yeah. Okay. So, my big thing when, uh, you know, during, be- like, between songs and skits, when nothing is happening on stage, I'm just like, no, we need something to always be going on because then people start talking and everything else. Yeah. But it's kind of the same thing, but during the regular camp day. So we're going to talk about, you know, games and, and activities that you can do if you've got, like, f- three to five minutes. You know, maybe mm-hmm. it's right before going to lunch or you know, between uh, activities uh, or you're waiting for somebody to go to the restroom. And so yeah. you've got this, this time. Um, so you want to, you want to start off Chris? Sure. So, yeah. So like uh, Kurt was saying, mine is backpack. Um, we give all of our counselors a backpack at the beginning of each summer um, and we fill it full of stuff for them. And so, I mean, there's your normal things that are in there, your notebooks, your pens, your things like that. But we also include, um, stuff to help for them to help keep the kids entertained. So like we have a hacky sack in there. We have a deck of cards. Um, or this year I just found they're, they're called, um, I think Jim Kane calls them Thunderbirds. Um, Patekas is their official name. I found some of those on eBay. So they'll, all the counselors will have those in their backpack. Wait, um, what are those? Uh, they are they're They look like little, I don't know how to describe them. It's almost like a, there's kind of a soft pillow, the, the ones Jim Kane makes, he's got like a, a soft little, I don't know, probably five inch pillow thing on the bottom. There's a spool and then there's feathers coming out of the top. Oh, and so okay. they're, they're kind of like a giant uh, badminton birdie yep, thing. I, I know. Okay. Yeah. So, yep. Yep. But yeah. So those are fun. And there's different things. I mean, just even because you don't have to have a net or anything with those. You can just stand in a circle and see how long you can keep it up in the air. Kind of like a hacky sack. How long can we keep it going? Right. Um, and then I always – I am a very much a huge uh, lover of those uh, – is it the racquetball um, balls, the little blue bouncy balls? Mm-hmm. Because you can just play with those. You can play catch with those. You can chuck them on the roof and play roof ball. You can – and they don't – you can kind of play dodgeball with them a little bit because um, <laughs> they don't hurt all that bad. But um, So all of those stuff are in the counselor's backpack and just things that they have. Um, <laughs> that, that's, that's, uh, Chris's rule to games. If, if it just hurts a little bit, it's fine. A little, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> that's sadly kind of accurate. <laughs> you 
will be fine. So, I have seven children. That's how it works. <laughs> right. fine. They all wear helmets. They're fine. Um, so yours is a little different, kind of your approach uh, to mine. I, I give, I created what's called a, a hip pocket activity booklet. And in that booklet, there's a bunch of different things that, um, that are time fillers, uh, but they're all non-prop. So, you know, it's basically because I, I find that a lot of the staff will, and I think that's the difference almost between day camp and resident camp is that especially in a day camp situation, you are in kind of one area. So, uh, staff tend to put their backpacks down and will go mm-hmm. off and they won't have that with them. But if they have this little booklet that is in their pocket, then they can just pull that out. Um, where as opposed to like resident camp, yeah, they leave the cabin, they got their backpack with mm-hmm. them um, because there's other stuff that they need uh, in there. So uh, I yeah, definitely we, have that we have a, activities. And we, we keep a little one in the backpack, but we do, um, maybe you, you do this too, um, during training week, we do all of these games with the counselors sure. so they know how to play them all ahead exactly. of time. So that, I mean, if they forgot, they can pull out their little little book, but otherwise they kind of know the gist of the game and kind of, they always well, pick their favorites and play over and over. And that's exactly, well, that's why it's good to have that, um, the reminder, the Hip Pocket booklet, because for me, I would go, oh, I've got five minutes. As a counselor, I'd be like, oh, I've got five minutes. What do I do? And I, so I always kind of go back on to the, the one thing that I could come up with or the or the, you mm-hmm. know, the two activities or games that I come up with or that I could remember. So that's why I started that is I designed it for myself. And so then I'd pull it out and be like, oh, yeah, I remember doing one to 20. Or I remember yep. this, you know, this game. Oh, let's do this one. This is a perfect time for that. And so it's just kind of a, a little reminder for me. But yeah, I agree. Kind of going through all of them during staff training is is key. Yep. Yeah, I, it, it's funny where you find some of those no prop games too. A lot of the ones I've found have even been from like um, uh, improv games. Exactly. You know, like the, the yep. A to Z, and you have to do sentences that you just go through the alphabet. So you'd start like, oh, are you going to do this? And the next person has something. Different. Well, then they'd start with B, like – basically I plan to, and (laughs) can you tell me what you're going to do? And you just keep going through. Um, and so it's funny, like you, I, I was even searching Pinterest. You try and search like no prop games and you don't get a whole lot. So trying to just find different Mm -hmm. ideas out there. Um, it's pretty funny. We do too. Oh, Oh, I was just going to say, here's a, here's a, with the, you, you said the alphabet game. Um, one of the things we did, and this is, we would do this during like hikes, because uh, mm-hmm. if you're if you're going uh, at any kind of distance, it can get quite boring, yep. and you can't really do a ball game or anything like that. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we would do where you would say the name of a uh, celebrity. So let's say Brad Pitt. So then the next person has to come up with somebody, uh, and and it depends on the counselor who did it. But you would use the last initial. Or the the initial of the last name P, and come up with a different celebrity, or some counselors would use the last letter of the last name, so T in Brad Pitt, and come up with somebody. So it's like okay, but usually it's like P. So Brad Pitt, uh, Penelope Cruz, yeah, um, uh, Christopher Robin. Nope, that's not a celebrity. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but Christopher or, Reeves. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, so you would just do that and, and anybody can just name off something, but you can see all the kids are thinking about it as they're walking and 
Then somebody would be like, I, I got one. I like that first initial of the last name versus the last letter because then that means I have to know how they spell their last name. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you're like, oh, Topaz, that's his yeah. name. Z, I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, no, those are always fun. And just to have those as you walk, because that is one of the boring times at camp. You're walking somewhere. Right. Um, and depending on how big your camp is, you need to have that. Yeah, definitely. That's always a good thing to do. We do another uh, kind of a weird thing. We have a shelf where we keep a bunch of games, um, and the, it's our, our backpack games that um, they have to rotate them through. And so they'll be, we just have one game, and the counselor can only essentially rent that game out for one day to put in his backpack. And then the next day, he can get a different game. Um, so it's like fun stuff, but they'll have, um, we'll have little things in there like whiz kids or tinsy. Mm, gotcha. um, it just, just little things that they can kind of grab. Like this is going to be our game for the day and the, the campers won't see it the rest of the week because they can only rent that once per week. Interesting. Um, but, and just having that and so little things. So that way they're, I mean, otherwise the backpacks are getting really heavy and <laughs> full of stuff. Right. But and and then the counselor, you know, drops his backpack in the creek, and it's like, and we've ruined everything. Oh, so. right. Mm. Uh, so, what are some have, of, some of your other, let's say, non-prop quick games that that don't take too much instruction that you can kind of do on the fly? Yeah. Well, one of my favorites is um, rock paper scissors uh, math, or I think I've seen it called fast math too. Um, and it's where you do so instead of rock paper scissors, um, you have you get to pick numbers with your your fingers. And so you do you know, rock, paper, scissors, and then it's you pick a number with your hand, um, and and then the other person would pick a number with their hand. You can't pick zero, so you can't you can't make a rock, you can't pick zero. Okay. So you have to do one through five, and then whoever comes up with the addition of it first oh, would man. win. So if I <laughs> if I put out a two and you put out a four, whoever yells out six first wins that round. Um, or and we can do multiplication too, but if multiplication, you can't do a one or a zero because otherwise, every time I just do zero and shout zero zero, I win. Right. Um, but so you have to do with multiplication, you have to do two through five. But it's huh, something I actually used when good. I was a teacher as a brain break, um, so the kids could kind of just get up. I'm like, listen, play five rounds real fast with somebody. Um, there's some education in it because you're adding or <laughs> right? multiplying. Do you ever do it with two hands? Um, I have not, but it wouldn't be hard to do. I mean, it's yeah. very simple, easy to do. Yeah. The problem is the the kids that are a little bit slower at getting their numbers out, and so they they kind of cheat because they're like, okay, you had a two, so I'm going to put out a two four, you know. And, right, right. Uh, so you really have to tell them like it's got to be fast, got to move quick. <laughs> that's definitely that's one of my favorite non prop games that we do. So how about you? What's what's your number one favorite? Oh, uh, you know, so my number one favorite just game, no props, is a shoe kick. I okay. love shoe kick. I love just lining the kids up, and they kick off their shoe as far as they can. Oh. And whoever is the furthest, you know, wins, and then everybody goes and grabs their shoe and tries it again. Yeah, it's so easy, too. So easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy. You know, we used to... You have kids inside all of a sudden kicking shoes through windows. <laughs> <laughs> never inside, never inside. But I remember we uh, we used to start Mondays off because we would get all the kids in, in teams and stuff. And our first challenge, our team challenge, um, was a shoe kick. So all the uh, younger we had we had the kids um, separated into age groups. So the youngest kids were the starfish, and then the oldest kids were like. 
uh, the sharks and the middle kids were something else. Anyway, so all the starfish boys would get out there first and then they would kick and then all the starfish girls would go. Um, and, uh, they're, they, they just really enjoy just seeing how far they can go. And at one point I was like, well, I'm going to get out there and just kind of mix, you know, spice it up a little bit. Yeah. And I'd be like, if you can hit me, you get bonus <laughs> points for your team. So now you got to figure, okay, am I going to go for moose or am I going to go for distance? Yeah. And so most of them still go for distance, right? Because it's hard to do a whole target thing, which is kicking. Were you your able shoe. to move, or did you have to? No, stand I stayed there? right. I stayed like a starfish. Oh. I put my arms and legs out, <laughs> and was just like, "Go for it!" And uh, I remember getting hit in the head once, <laughs> and I didn't move. And everybody's like, oh, "And I'm like, you get a hundred points." <laughs> it's a great idea. It's one other one of those. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're yeah, okay. it's, it told me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they, they couldn't, they couldn't pass a certain line. And if they kicked off their shoe and it went behind them, they get one more try. Um, mm-hmm. and so, cause a lot of, you'd be surprised at how many kids will kick off yeah. their shoe and they'll go back. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, that, that's probably my favorite, like no problem. Let's just do something really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easy things to do like it. One of the ones, um, I actually do it. I did it with my wife for the longest time when she was on the phone. And it would tick her off. And I think they even have an app now called Jammer that goes with it. But it's where somebody's reading something. They they have something to read or something to say. They're trying to quote something. And you echo them, but you try and do it after every word, not not till they finish. So like if you were talking along, I would try and say every word after you as fast as I can because it slows you down. It's just kind of a funny, silly thing because that person's, you know, they're going along. They're trying to read like, oh, I can do this. But when they hear their words echoed, it throws them off, and then they're like slurring their speech. And they're, so they're, they're reading like, something. Is that what yeah? You're... So, so like, okay. just come up with something that you want to say, and I'll see if I can do it here with you. Right. Um, so, I'm, I'm like looking around my room, to looking see around if the I room to something. see if I have something. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Yeah. <laughs> it gets really annoying if you're if, if that person. But it's funny because then the kids are like trying to – and all they hear is you talking. I, there's a whole app for your phone that you can even do this on. But it's just hilarious because then the funny. kids are walking and they're like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> you're copying everything. And it's it's not like that, that other echo game that's just annoying where somebody repeats everything. Like, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to follow you. Right. No, you're not. No, you're not. I hate that one. But. And we call it jammer, and so I do it when my wife is on the phone, and so she hates me because of it. But because <laughs> then she can't talk on the phone. Jammer, that's good. Uh, I, I like to do also um, those games where it's kind of a you got to figure something out. Like we're going on a picnic, you know that one, right? Yeah. So we're yeah, going like on a, a picnic, almost like a riddle kind of. Oh, thing. almost like a riddle. Not quite. And there's a ton of them, so you can you can go. Uh, we're going on a picnic, and or I'm going on a picnic, and I'm taking um, mustard. And you could, if you want to make it easier, say my name is Moose, and I'm going on yes. a picnic, and I'm taking mustard. So whatever starts with you know the first so letter I'm of Chris your name, and I'm taking carrots. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, you're. Awful. And so that, <laughs> this is going to taste horrible. <laughs> Mustard and carrots. Um, so then you would say, oh, yeah, you could come to the the picnic. But mm-hmm. if you're saying, my name is Chris and I'm bringing, you know, uh, uh, apples. Dogs. Yeah. Sorry, Chris, you can't come to the to the yeah. picnic. But if you bring something else, you might be able to. But then there's the uh, I'm going to the moon. 
and I'm bringing a balloon. So it has to have two letters that are the same right next to each other. So any word that has that. Um, but there's a bunch of different ones like that uh, that uh, kids... And- those yeah, are definitely things too. And like if you start out early at the beginning of the week, by the end of the week, you're doing crazy complicated things, <laughs> but the kids kind of know and they, they know the, okay, there's a, there's a trick to this and right, trying to figure that out, get some thinking, makes it fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those are fun. We do. Um, have you ever heard of, I, I think I've heard it called big Bubba or something like that. So mm-hmm. the kids stand in a circle and number one is Bubba and then it's two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. But the numbers don't stay with the kids. They stay with the position. Okay. And so, oh, like Big Bubba, he'll say like, you know, Big Bubba to number two. And number two, the whoever's staying in that number two position will say, you know, number two to number 10, number 10 to number five. But if somebody messes up, they don't say it fast enough, then he's he goes all the way down to number 10 and everyone rotates in. So you want to be Big Bubba. That's the first one. But it throws you off because, oh, I was just number three. But now, because I messed up, I'm 10, and you know whoever was number four is now three, and, and it moves. Just kind of a fun. It gets you thinking while you're standing there. We've done that uh, something similar, but each person was a different animal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or even and the everybody wanted the to be who the stole the cookie the from the, the yeah the who stole the cookie from the cookie jar is very similar to that too. If you've ever right. done that game, but couldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I like the. I mean, it's it's fun, yet it adds some thinking to it as well. So you, you know the the bang your dead. I don't so, think I know that one. And, and it, it's funny because like so many of these are. I, I don't know why so many camp games are violent in nature. You know, oh, bang yeah. or hey, let's play murder where you wink. Yes. And, and, <laughs> yes. But, and that seems even or camp games that were that are that are almost racist now. Like, oh, this is called you know. Illinois skis or something. And it's like, and camps have had to change so many sure. things like in the past. Like, why did we do this? Right. <laughs> so. like, uh, bang your dead is basically you point at, you get everybody in a circle, you point at them and you say, bang, 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 or bang your dead, bang your dead, bang your dead. Um, who's dead. And then you wait and somebody will say, Oh, I'm dead. And it's the first person who speaks. That's the trick, Ah. right? So you go bang, 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 bang. Who's dead? And, you know, kids will be like, well, it's the last person, you know, blah, blah, blah. And inevitably, one kid will say something first, say, oh, it's him. And be like, no, it's you. (laughs) And uh, you go bang, bang. And you could be like, bang, boom, bomb. (laughs) Who's dead? Uh, me? That's right. You're dead. You know. <laughs> uh, so that's well, and, another one. And you can mix that up too, because once they figure that out, you're then like, "Oh, I can't play again." They figure out, but you can do something different, like who's you know who's the tallest is is or whatever, and, <laughs> right. and kind of mix up. Probably, who probably is that's in the not lead. Down the bang bang too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is not funny that you should bring up that's the tallest. Oh. Uh, that's another thing. The the uh, birthday lineup. You played that as a mm-hmm. team building game where it's like get in yeah. line. Or line up to your birthday or to your height or to your shoe size and, you know, and time you and see if you're right. Um, but that's that's an easy thing to do. Okay, line up mm-hmm. by height. Go. Oh, yeah. I, I was just at a conference this last week. We played um, a game called You, Me, Left, Right. That was kind of a team building. So you stood in a circle 
and you had you start off with one person in the middle and could, you can add more, but they would come up to you and they'd say, you, me, left, they'd pick one, you, me, left or right, and then they'd count to 10 really fast. So if I came up to you, I'd be like, you, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten. And you had to say your name or whoever was on the right of you or whoever was on the left of you. But it's so funny because somebody runs up to you and they're like, me, one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm like, I don't know your name. Wait, wait a second, Fred. No. Okay, so they come up yeah. to you and they say one of those, you, yeah, me, left or right. Mm-hmm. And you've got to say the name of the person of whatever they said. Yeah. Which okay. is so funny because when they say you, all I had to do was yell out my name. Right. But they would do it, and I'm like, I, I don't know. Wait a second. You know? and, um, and then it helped as a name, you know, especially as kind of we were all there. It was a great icebreaker right. because I had to know the people on my right and left and who was who was going to be doing the shouting so that I could I wouldn't lose, essentially, um, and be stuck out in the middle. Um so it works as a great name, right? Have, have, thing, have, which I, I'm horrible I, at. I do like that one. Um, have you ever done the sheet where the sheets in between you and you drop it and yes. you have to say their Kika name? Who is what we called that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we played that too. I was awful at it because I'm horrible with names. And then that one, people can because you drop. Essentially, the way the game works is you you hold up a sheet or a tarp or something, and there's a one from each team that walks up on each right. side. And they drop the sheet in the middle, and you have to say who's on the other side as soon as they drop it. But that person's hiding their name tag, or they're turned around, <laughs> or or they're they're kind of like laying down on the floor. So when they drop the sheet, you're expecting them to be face to face. They're like, wait, where'd they go? And um, but the, the nice thing about that is you don't really lose. You're not out. You we the way we did it is we joined the other team. And so gotcha. if I if they get, said my name first, I had to join their team. If I said their name first, they joined my team. So it was a constant play. Right, uh, right. Or even duck is very similar. If you ever played duck, um, so I would come up to you. You have you're in a circle again, and it, I would come up to you, and I'd say duck, and you duck down. Okay. And then the two people on your left and right have to look at each other, and whoever says the other person's name first wins that or whatever. Um, and then whoever doesn't then has to switch places with the person that said duck. But the trick of it is, is like I would make eye contact with you, but then I would yell duck and point to like somebody, two people to your right. Um, so then like, Oh wait. And they'd go down and the two people on the left, right would they, cause they were waiting for something else. They were prepping for you to say it right. to someone else. So we played a game just like we called it pow though. Again, I don't know what's with the guns, but <laughs> you would point and you'd be like pow. And that person would duck. And the two people had, had to like look at each square other square off and, and yeah. And go pow to the other person, whoever did it first. But yeah, you, Sometimes you would look at somebody and pow somebody else. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, but Duck, I, I like that. So, yeah, very similar game. It's very popular, too. Oh, yeah. No. And the, well, and that's, I mean, any of these little games, as long as you have something that can kind of keep time, you know, just keep the kids from getting bored and finding it. I know I, I bought a book at, at the ACA bookstore that was all about no prop games. I think it was even called uh, 101 No Prop Games. And so... Just finding those things. One of the ones I love, I do it with my staff um, every year at, at at staff training. I call it circle jump. I don't know if it has any other name, but you all stand circle holding hands, and then there's three different rounds. And so the first round is say what I say and do what I say. So I'll be the leader and I'll say jump right, and everyone says jump right, and then we all jump right. Okay. And you'll do that. So you don't jump in. Everybody says jump in, then we jump in. And then so you do that a couple times. And then second round is say the opposite of what I say, but do what I say. 
So if I say jump right, we all shout out jump left, but we jump right. And so that throws you off because you just said left and then you go, oh, wait, or jump in. Everyone says jump out, but we jump in. And then the last one is say what I say, but do the opposite. And so if I say jump right, you say jump right, but you have to jump left. Um, And it's a great way. um, I use it for staff training and telling the staff like, hey, sometimes you know, we have to be careful. The kids are going to watch us. They're going to see what we're doing versus more than what we're saying. So if we say, hey, I, you need to follow these rules, but we're not following the rules, then the kids, you know, they're going to do what they see, not so much what they do. And it, it's a fun way nice. to kind of get that part or that, that point across. But we, we it's also used, a fun game to do with campers. <laughs> we used to play a game. Now, this requires a, uh, um, a prop, a, a ball. But had it catch it? Have you heard of that? I had to catch it. I have so not heard of that. You get them, everybody gets in a circle. You have one person in the mush pod who has the ball. And you, usually the counselor to start off with. And they'll look at, at you. So I'm, let's say I'm looking at you and I say, basically, if I say had it and I throw the ball to you, you do the opposite. You catch it. But if I say oh. catch it, you had to head it. I have to head it. And oh. so basically it's like, had it. And you're like, ah! Yeah. And then I get the ball back, <laughs> head it, catch it. And you just keep going. And then the people get out. And so, yeah. I, I've learned I'm really bad at those games. I, if somebody <laughs> says it like, all right, okay. No. Oh, wait, you want, I, I, I was really bad at that dumb name game, the you, me, left, right, because they'd say you. I couldn't even figure out my own name there in <laughs> those seconds. Uh, we did one, uh, the rock, paper, scissors splits, and it was just normal yep. rock, paper, scissors, but your your feet, so you, you make a line with your feet. So your your left heel is touching your right toe. So you make a nice little line with your feet. And then um, your and your front whatever your front foot is is touching the front foot of the other person, and so if you lose at rock paper scissors, you have to bring one foot back behind the other, and then that person um, or the person that wins brings one foot back, and the person that loses has to slide their foot up to meet your new location. And so by the end of this, I was almost in complete splits because I kept losing and then I won. Like I won one. And so all I had to do was bring my foot back one and that other person couldn't make the new distance with their foot. Uh, and so, yeah. so it was kind of a good game because even though she was so far ahead, once I won one, I just moved back to my to my standing position. But she had to then slide her foot all the way up from where she was. And so because it was so far. And you were lost. able to like, still get up? You didn't pull anything? <laughs> uh, uh, shockingly that is it was and it was early in the morning too so that was impressive <laughs> did you uh did you get that from uh michelle cummings no it, i love her though she yeah. has great classes uh, that's no, where I it got was that uh, one from one of yeah her we were at uh in central illinois we have a chicago area facilitators network and we gotcha. just kind of they all get together and share things that they've seen but yep that's fine no i saw a couple of michelle classes when i was at national she's amazing yeah she's great uh one of the other things that I do uh, is about uh, questions, like just asking questions. So would you rather do this or, you know, or uh, what if questions, um, you know, a big one, especially if I've got, let's say we have <clears throat> last day camp I was at, we'd have kids waiting to get on the ferry to go over to the <laughs> island or to come back. And so they'd be just kind of sitting down waiting to to load on and so we would just do something like coke or pepsi and everybody would shout Mm -hmm. out whichever um chocolate or vanilla 
Everybody shout out. Uh, beach or mountains. And so it's just easy thing. You give them a this or that, and everybody just gets to shout out what they mm-hmm. prefer. Uh, so easy, so simple. And in in the hip hip pocket activity booklet, I just had a like a little page full of just this or that, you know, questions. They could stay seated. They don't want to move. And uh, sometimes the kids will be like, ask this or ask that. Yeah. And so they give you, oh, great. I was running out of ideas. Thank That's you. That's right. <laughs> it, well, it's kind of like the never have I ever game too, where you can you know, never have I ever done this. And then everyone gets a chance to either stay seated or jump up because they've never done it. Right. And you kind of learn about each other that yeah. way. But I just saw one. Uh, the other day on Pinterest, I was looking for new ideas for my my counselor bags, and it was called I think it was called Me Myself and I, and you give the kids like ten beans. I was thinking, oh, it'd be cool to do this with ten skittles, but then because they're touching each other's skittles, then they're eating them like oh, that's not <laughs> right. good. But like ten beans or something, and the way it works is you, you the kids just go around talking to each other, and if they use the words me myself I myself any kind of pronoun about themselves, they have to give that other person a bean. And the goal is to not run out of beans. So you're, this would, I would fail at this because I'm very narcissistic and like to talk about myself. Um, <laughs> I think most camp people are. <laughs> but then you're learning about other, each other because you're going around and you're trying to ask questions of them to get them to talk. So you learn a lot about each other without sharing too much. You're trying not to share too much about yourself. Right. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of a neat game. We may try that and see how that works. Do you uh, do riddles? Do you ever just kind of ask riddles of kids? I I hate riddles because if I can't figure something out within like two seconds, it bugs me. So All these Facebook you're the same riddles, thing with, uh, minute mysteries. You don't like those yes. either, huh? Oh, and, and all those. Anytime somebody posts those on Facebook, I am the I Google it. Like, all right, tell me the answer because I don't want to. I don't know. But that is just me. <laughs> no fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. How many? I, I, I let me let me give you a couple riddles. See if you can. Sure. Okay. How many animals of each species did Moses take in the ark? Oh, I say I know this. This is a, I'm I'm a church camp. This is like the go-to joke for church camp. It's not Moses, <laughs> right. it was Noah. <laughs> it's like the rooster laying the egg on the uh, yes. right. Yeah. Um, yeah. How many sides does a circle have? The circle does not have sides. It does too. An inside and an outside. Oh. <laughs> That's why I hate riddles. Right. <laughs> the one that I see everybody keep posting, um, you're, it's uh, you're asleep and there's a knock at the door and you go to the door, you answer it, it's your mom, she wants breakfast, so you <laughs> get out. It's like really long. It's a whole, you get out a bowl of cereal, you do all the stuff, you get out milk, blah, 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 you feed her breakfast and then she leaves. What did you open first? The door. And it's, it's your eyes because you were asleep. Uh, so you your eyes. <laughs> but I, I answered this person like if you answered, you had to like post the most embarrassing picture of yourself or something. And so I'm like this dumb riddle's ticking me off. And so I Googled it and I'm like, <clears throat> I hate it. <laughs> That's awesome. Tongue twisters are kind of my my thing that I'm I, that I like listening to other people do, but I don't mm-hmm. like doing myself. Um, toy, toy boat, toy boy. What? What? Yeah. No. <laughs> that is so true. And no one can say it, but, um, we, we do a lot too. Like I tell my, my counselors to kind of plan ahead, not just walking around and, and being bored and having that time, but there might be times you're stuck in your cabin. 
So whether it's a storm came up that we weren't planning on or or you got a, a sick kid, so you you know you have to have a couple people helping with that, or everyone else is going somewhere else, and it's like your junior council is like, I need something to do with the kids. You're trying to find um, different things to do, and so I call them, you're, you're stuck in your cabin activities and, and different things they can do there. But I, I saw one, and I, I loved it. It was a cool thing. The campers get to make a fort out of their entire cabin and oh. just turn their ca- – the problem we had with it was at the end of the week – there was a lot of stuff that mom did not put the kid's name on. And so we're like, <laughs> all right, well, we got this. It was over here in his you know, area because we right. made a fort, but we have no idea who this belongs to. <laughs> Oops. So you do kind of want to watch for that when you do it. Or um, we had one year, a counselor did, um, he called it the captain's log. Uh, and he wrote down everything goofy, dumb, whatever that happened during the week. And so, you know, Fred fell in the pond and and did this. Or during lunchtime, uh, Johnny ate his food the fastest. It was within like three minutes. And just kind of all these weird little things that you would never record and never really remember in your real life. But at the end of the week, he came in, he copied that for all of his campers. And so they had a they had a captain's log that oh, they could take cool. home of memories that weren't huge, big memories that you would remember. They were just dumb little things that had happened. Yeah. And it was so funny. And the kids just thought it was the neatest thing. That's a good but. idea. I heard about that. You ever, uh, you ever play the game fetch F F E A C H. No. And I've done it with my dog and she's not. So, <laughs> <good at> it, <laughs> so it's fast food that the F F is fast food. E A electrical appliance, C H cartoon hero. So fetch. And basically you get two to four teams, but let's say two teams. Let's say it's two cabins that are waiting uh, for an activity, waiting for the archery, right? So one uh, cabin goes to the end of this area, another cabin goes to the other end, and they each send one representative. You tell them what it is, like, uh, let's say it's faster. You're like, uh, shake, a shake. Don't go like chocolate shake or anything, but just shake. (laughs) Shake. Then they had to go back, and basically it's charades. They had to get their team to to say shake, but they can't speak. They just act it out. Maybe they shake, or maybe, I don't know. Um, And so then they come back. So basically you you give them either a fast food item or electrical appliance, so like toaster, and they have to go back, or cartoon hero. So you're like SpongeBob or, you know, Scooby-Doo. And then they go back. Either that same person comes back or you have a new runner that comes back to get the next one. And so maybe you go through five different ones and whoever gets all five cool. of them, the quickest wins. I like that. Yeah, that would be, and you're, you're the counselor in the middle giving right. these things exactly. out. That's exactly. cool. Um, we, there, have you ever done – I think Patty called it the Grog Game in one of the podcasts. Um, we do something a little bit on a smaller scale. Um her the her way her game worked you're it's like running across the entire camp, but one person can see and not talk, and one person can talk, and one person can talk but not see. I, she had all these different rules. With ours <laughs> the way we do it, um, we just kind of do it at a table. So the because it's Legos, so you want something small. Counselors can throw in their backpack, um, and they would have maybe just six little Legos that are all taken apart, and that's sitting on the table. Okay. Um, and the person sitting there in front of the Legos is blindfolded. So they can't see the Legos at all, but they have to put them right. together. Then you have a person in the middle. They can um, talk to that blindfolded person, tell them, here's what you need to do. And then the person on the end has a bag or a box or something with the Legos put together in a certain way. 
Now they have their back turned so they can't see what the blindfolded person is doing, but they're just, they're saying out loud so the middle person can hear and be like, okay, you need to pick up, you know, there, there's a white Lego on top in the very center. It's a square Lego. And so that person in the middle has to tell the blindfolded person, you know, reach your hand out, the, <laughs> put your hand down. The Lego you feel right now is a white square. Pick right. that up. And, yeah, right. And so I was doing it with, with a group and I kept saying, pick up the white Lego. Oh, that's right. You can't see. <laughs> like, it's throwing me off. But just kind uh, of a fun test way. your communication skills right there. That yeah, I, I apparently do not have good ones because I kept telling <laughs> the blindfold that one right there. Yeah, pick it up. She's like, I can't see it. I'm like, oh, that's right. <laughs> I wanted to win so bad. I was, <laughs> I'm a little competitive, but trying to win so bad without uh, giving good good suggestions and right, helps. Right, <laughs> right. Do you play games yeah. like uh, sharks and minnows and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. So much, yeah. Real, real easy. Um, um, we've done uh, just adverbs, and so you can do this to any game, and you just come up with an adverb, or even like with cabin cleanup. So you you have all these adverbs like angrily. So today we're going to clean the cabin angrily, and everyone has to act <laughs> angrily, or or we're going to do this game uh, dramatically, and everyone has to be big drama, and just to add a little extra like spice that. to whatever you're That's currently doing. So just just add some adverbs to it, make it a little more interesting. <laughs> I don't think charades gets enough uh, enough use. No, well, and we we do chicken charades. Okay, um, what's that? So we everyone has rubber chicken, and you have whatever your charade is, you have to use the rubber chicken. <laughs> okay. Um, so it just adds. To, I mean, because everyone people have done charades. It's fun. It's easy to do. But throwing a rubber chicken that makes some weird squeaking sound into it, it just makes it even more funny and hilarious. Right. <laughs> it's just so easy to do. You give them a you know any kind of topic whether it be for Mm -hmm. movies or uh a food or whatever and just have one kid do it i mean it's so basic so simple especially when you only have a a few minutes yeah yeah um have you heard uh simon says time warp simon says what it's not those thinking one so it's just time warp oh Um, so it's like time time warp yeah so it's like normal simon says but you don't do anything until the next command so if I said first, you know, Simon says, jump up and down, you just stand there. And then when I get to the next, Simon says, you know, sit down. Well, then you'd start jumping up and down. So you're following a rule previous. Ah. Uh, so there's a time where, but you, you only follow the Simon says. And so it gets even more crazy. You know, if you jump up and down, do the splits, stand on your head, Simon says, do this. And then it throws even more into it. <laughs> nice. Uh, the problem is even as leaders, sometimes like, wait, which one was we were we doing two times ago? You know, like how far back were we? And throwing that off. But. That's awesome. Uh, another thing you can do is you can uh, do a like a quick scavenger hunt where you just tell your kids find something smooth, mm-hmm. and they go or mm-hmm. find something red, and then yep. they kind of just kind of disperse into a small area and try to find something red or find something fuzzy. Mm-hmm. And that that'll take a few minutes easily. Easy to, or alphabet scavenger hunt where they have to. Yep, find something that starts with an A. Letter. Yep. We've have you done paint paint swatch yep. scavenger hunt? Yep. So I, we always ask swatches. Menards. I don't just take them. Yeah, I'm like, can I have some of your paint swatches? And You're a better person then, than me. <laughs> I know. I try. Well, we we go there a lot, and they know us, so I always want to keep them happy with right. us. <laughs> they see me stealing 400 paint swatches. Listen, I'm gonna. I'll bring these back, maybe. 
Yeah, scavenger hunts are always – there's so many things you can do with them too. And and even with like, um, you know, if you're learning a story or you have a, a lesson for the day, you know, find find something that ties in with that and tell us about, you know, how does that fit in to what we talked about today or what we learned today. But, yeah, I like scavenger hunts. All right, give me one more and then we'll close it off. Um, oh, man, I there's <laughs> – you're like, oh, now uh, I gotta yeah. choose. <laughs> I know I have so many left on the list. Um, egg chicken dinosaur. Have you ever played egg chicken dinosaur? Is it evolution? Um, so no, it's it's well, I don't know, maybe it might be called that. We are a Christian camp, so we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, we call it egg chicken dinosaur. Uh, it's it's rock, paper, scissors again. Um, but then everyone has to start out as an egg. And so you're squatting down, you're and you're walking oh. around and you you, you whatever you say I'm an egg I'm an egg I'm an egg and you find another egg so eggs can only play against eggs and you rock paper scissors if you lose you're still an egg if you win you move up to chicken so you stand up and you flap your arms I'm a chicken I'm a chicken and chickens can only play with other chickens if you lose you go back to an egg if you win you move up to dinosaur um, after dinosaur is we call it nerdy human so, uh, so well, dinosaurs, you have tiny little T-Rex arms. So you put right. your little T-Rex arms in front. You're like, I'm a dinosaur. I'm a dinosaur. Um, nerdy human, you have to um, – you hike up your shorts as high as you can, and you put your – you make little glasses with your uh, your hands. I'm a nerdy human. I'm a nerdy human. Uh, we have Captain America where you stand with one hand on your waist and one hand in front of you holding their shield. And then Superman is – you know, you stand in the Superman stance with your hands on your waist. Oh, wow. So, so there's you want, a lot of them. Yeah, and you can keep. I mean, you can add so many. That those are the ones we do. So but you yes, have to get all the. The, the game Superman. is normally known as Evolution, and uh, um, <laughs> and I've played with. It's usually just the the chicken um, or the egg, chicken and dinosaur, and I played with this this as Superman being the ends um, or human, mm-hmm. uh, but I haven't heard of the Captain America or the nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, those may be as over the years the counselors add their sure. own little touch to everything, and so which is cool. You, get a few you know, extra, yeah, makes it so it's ours, you know, because that's what ours people have done. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good one. So my last, uh, my last one, I guess, would be just conversation starters. You can just use conversation start. You know, have sit your group in in a circle, um, and you can ask things like, "What was the highlight of your day?" Um, or what's your favorite thing to do? What's your favorite activity? Um, what's your favorite restaurants? If you want to get deep, you could be like, what's wrong with teasing and bullying? Or what do you look mm-hmm. for in a friend? Um, or you can just keep it surface. Like what's your favorite movie and stuff like that. But just having conversations so that your group gets to know each other a little bit better, uh, is, is a great use of time. Anything really, I think the, the takeaway here is, is as a counselor, you should be um, engaging with your kids the, yep. the whole time, as opposed to, you know, uh, just having them sit down and talk with amongst themselves or not talk, just kind of, you know, maybe two kids are talking together and and then mm-hmm. you're talking with another counselor because there's going to be time during your off time that you can talk with a with other staff yep. or what have you, but you're it, it's part of your job. You're there for. Um, the kids and uh, and sometimes when you're in your cabin, yeah, that's a great time just to let them kind of socialize on their own. But you know, when you're waiting for an activity, keep them engaged and and get to know them a little bit better through games and conversation. 
Yeah. Well, they they spend a lot of their life outside of summer sitting and listening. And so letting (laughs) them get a chance to share and talk about themselves is always nice. It's true. It's true. All right. Yeah. I think that's it. Uh, yeah, there's so much more, but that's uh, we're out of time. There's so much more. There's so much more. <laughs> uh, we can probably go on for a couple of days um, yes. talking yeah. about this. <laughs> but Chris, do you have any kind of a resource that you would recommend? My my favorite. So I, number one, I, this is the the first time we're sharing our favorite. I, it's Pinterest. I go to Pinterest. Um, it is my counting sheep at night. I will be on so Pinterest funny. while I'm laying in bed. Um, and I have it. So if you go to Pinterest and you search uh, Chris Callow or see, I think it's Pinterest.com. See Callow is my actual address. I have so many camp and, and I have a whole, I mean, this entire thing, I have a whole one that's just called camp counselor bags. And so just all these different ideas to put in the counselor backpacks. But wow. yeah, I love me some Pinterest. That's so funny because I remember when Pinterest first started and it was like all the rage in, yes. in, in kind of our industry. And it's like, Oh, and we had like, boards that we were all a part of just adding stuff and then you know it kind of just nothing but then there i hear like of you or patty they're like oh no we're on interest all the time or pinterest all the time and and i'm just like oh yeah i I forgot (laughs) about that let me let me go back and check some stuff out well they changed it up a little bit too before you had to actually go and follow someone and then you can only see what they posted but now whatever their algorithm or whatever when I search something, all of a sudden, like I have this home feed, and it it's showing me stuff that other people I may not follow. But here's oh, you searched escape rooms. You know, here's other things for escape rooms and things mm. like that. And so they're they're reading my mind. It's the FBI <laughs> coming in and looking at it. But then so then I see I may not follow you, but I see other stuff you post, and so I can find new followers and and things like that from there. Right, yeah. big big Pinterest brother, big brother yeah. Pinterest. What's your, what's your resource of the week? Man, I, I I probably shouldn't have asked you because I don't have anything in mind. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny because all the all the new ideas that I get are are from my roundtable. So I I, mm-hmm. I don't want to sound. Um, oh, that's a great resource. You know, self <laughs> promoting, but um, yeah, if if you get on if you go to summercamppro.com and just get on my email list, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's all you got to do, uh, whether you want the little freebie or not. And uh, every month I do a roundtable where you uh, there's a certain topic you submit you fill out the little form saying oh here's my idea here's what we do at our camp or whatever and then I compile them all together and send them out actually you know it's either me or, or Melanie Dash who has been a huge help um, help me compile all this stuff and. Uh, then we send it out to everybody who has participated. And a, a few of those will make it into the patchwork store mm-hmm. um, only because I've had people in the past go, I have nothing to offer, but I want all the ideas. Yeah. Well, I'm not just going to give them to you because you didn't participate. That wouldn't be fair to mm-hmm. everybody else. So putting a, a, a small price tag on them um, and selling them that way, I'll do. But I haven't done too many of those lately, so you probably want to get. Yeah, I on haven't the list. seen a few recently. Yeah, I, ha- I say looking. I right on the other side of my computer here. I probably have you know, probably about twenty binders that are all round tables. Is that and right? So it is. <laughs> you can brag all you want. That is an excellent source. I get a ton of great ideas from yeah, those. Well, so so I, I like participating in so them. Do I. But, cool. All right. Well, that's it. 
Next week, we are going to talk about uh, kind of your camp persona and whether that includes camp names and just basically what are you there for? What do you want to get out of the experience? Um, and maybe kind of decorating your space and, and kind of tying in programming with that. From around the campfire, this is Chris and Kurt. Thanks so much for listening. Do your catchphrase. Ah, from around the campfire, this is Chris and... Kurt. <laughs> is that how you're going to do it? I don't know. That sounds... <laughs> I felt like I had to do my catchphrase, so then I had to get my radio voice. I don't know. <laughs>